Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Back here at the trade show floor, uh, this is a guy I've gotten to see here every year that I've been down here at the SHOT Show. Really cool guy out of Missoula, Montana. Uh, Alan, Alan Baris, did I pronounce it right there, Alan? Yes, that's correct. Alex. All right, yeah. So, so John, um, yeah, you got to get to know Alan here. So he's kind of he's into uh, martial arts. You did some really cool stuff over in Asia, like training with martial I lived arts. In, I lived in South Korea, and that's where my instructors are, and I go back and forth to see them and continue my training and, while I was teaching here in the United States. Yeah. So he's with a company called Reflex Protect Tactical, and basically they're looking for non-lethal defense tactics. So say you have a nurse or somebody in a school, maybe they don't want to carry a gun, but man, they got a bunch of crazy people that'll show up in these hospitals from time to time. So, so how can they defend themselves and protect themselves when maybe they don't want to or maybe can't carry a gun in that environment, right? Is that kind of a good way to sum up what you guys do? Reflex Protect was originally designed for helping hospital violence. So nurses, hospital staff carry it. They can defend themselves from a distance, stop somebody without injuring them. It's non-lethal. And then there's a decon that will help get them back. So once they've been... The violence is stopped. The decon reverses it very quickly. And after hospitals like this, schools wanted it, churches wanted it. But then we got also into law enforcement. And law enforcement like it because the pepper spray cross-contaminates everything. And it's forever to decon. Our product does not cross-contaminate. And the decon is so rapid. We were at the academy just north of San Francisco last summer. And they sprayed half the cadets with pepper spray and half with our product. And decon, traditional pepper spray decon, decon with our reflex removed for the ones with our product. I got a video of a guy standing there talking, saying, yeah, it sucked, but your decon worked like you said, and I'm feeling fine. I can go help my buddies, right? The guy that was sprayed with pepper spray at the exact same time, you can see him in the back of the video still with the hose, hating life, trying to, to decon. <laughs> yeah, and John is a, is a retired federal law enforcement officer, and so... So, yeah, you understand the ability to, to be able to decontaminate yourself from something so you can quickly get back in the fight and deal with the situation. Um, I know we got to make it relatively quick. I think we've got uh, an attorney general here on standby. But, John, anything you wanted to quickly throw out with Alan Maurice from Reflex Protect Tactical out of Missoula? That is just it's huge. And I'll tell you something. I talked to a nurse the other day working for a big hospital system. They said they have to receive these crazy mental patients from the jail if, if they need attention. And the cops bring them in in handcuffs and then take the handcuffs off them and say, here you go, and then the cop leaves. And you've got a nurse now sitting here alone with a crazy person that just came in from the jail in handcuffs. Right? I mean, they've got to have something. Exactly. I mean, the violence that goes on in healthcare is terrible. And this product was to solve that, but then it's also helping schools, churches, businesses, churches and, and them, yeah. law enforcement are replacing their pepper spray because... They like it better because they can spray somebody, handcuff them, decon them, and be back on the job. They're not spending all day deconning and being in a sally port with a pepper spray like traditionally. That's yeah. right. Uh, before we get the AG on here, what's your website again for people that want to get a hold of you? Go to reflexprotecttactical.com for law enforcement, reflexprotect.com for hospital, schools, civilian market. Well, Alan, great to see you again. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you. Securing America. Officials from the United States and Iraq will soon begin talks concerning continued American military presence in Iraq. During a briefing Thursday, Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh 
listed the key issues the talks will focus on. The threat from ISIS, operational and, and environmental requirements, and the Iraqi security forces capability levels. Singh says making sure that the ISIS terrorist group cannot regenerate as a more forceful threat is paramount to deciding how the American-Iraqi coalition moves forward. We want to make sure that the threat that we saw 10 years ago is not the same threat that we face today. And Singh added that the meetings are not about the withdrawal of American personnel who are in Iraq at that government's invitation. This is about the future and making sure that um, Iraq is set up for success and defending its own national security and sovereignty and how the U.S. can support Iraq in doing that. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see a few areas of fog early today, otherwise looking at sunny skies throughout the day. High temperature readings will range from the upper 30s in Bozeman to the upper 40s in Billings. For tonight, staying quiet with variably cloudy skies. Lows near 22 in Bozeman, upper 20s in Billings. Saturday with sunny breaks and some clouds, mid 40s in Bozeman with a high around 50 expected in Billings. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, I told you on day two of our SHOT Show coverage, I got to hang out with some some great friends from Montana last night, some of our uh, Marine Corps veteran friends and, and a Green Beret, uh, Green Beret veteran friend last night at some of the uh, the SHOT Show after, after party events. And just, you know, find out. I, I love coming to the SHOT Show because you always meet some new people, new Montana businesses doing some really cool things. Uh, right now we've got Ty Heaps and Ryan Connolly, and they're with, uh, we talked about it on day two of our coverage. They're with xoverland.com, uh, Expedition Overland. I actually interviewed back last year. I, I had a story on our Montana Talks website, and, and this was the headline. This Montana couple has the dream job. That's the people, they have these souped up SUVs and they go on overland expeditions. Well, in addition to what they do overseas doing these overland expeditions in Norway or Argentina or wherever, they now apparently have a ranch in the Bozeman area as well. So you too can learn how to overland expedition uh, anyway, Ty Heaps, I'll start with you first because yeah. our, our, our Marine Corps veteran buddy, uh, uh, Steve uh, Rast, uh, uh, introduced us. So thanks for coming down. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a, he's a multi-connector kind of guy. He, uh, he's, he's made so many introductions for us down here. It's pretty neat, the, the networking that happens down here, especially amongst Montanans. It's a, it's a tight-knit group, but there's a lot of us well-represented here for sure. Yeah. And Ryan Connolly, good to meet you as well. Uh, tell us about uh, tell us about uh, xoverland.com and Expedition Overland. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, um, definitely Clay and Rochelle. They made their names traveling all over the world, filming content and producing uh, a very entertaining and uplifting and encouraging show based around vehicle travel. Uh, the new piece, like you said, for us is a physical space. So we, Ty and I, are really excited to be a part of bringing what was a digital community, a community that reached all over the world through media, to have it actually have a spot to get together, 
to actually be present with each other, to build that community in a physical space, but also to reach even beyond that to all the other businesses that we've now been meeting here at SHOT Show and beyond. When I was interviewing uh, Rochelle Croft, uh, Rochelle and Clay Croft, uh, who own Expedition Overland, yes. uh, I was like, man, the Croft, Croft. I was like, huh. she has like this Tomb Raider, Lara Croft-style job. That's <laughs> just awesome. <laughs> so John, the joker from Twitter who's sidekicking with us, we were talking about it earlier, and he was saying, you know, he's, he was a federal agent down in South America, and they'd go into the, the jungle taking down drug labs and things. And, man, I mean, yeah, you're always getting stuck in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the stuff you guys deal with and know how to kind of work through, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we've, you know, there's several seasons of the show that we've done, you know, all over the world now. Um, you know, from from the very tip top of, of North America all the way to the very bottom of South America. And then and now they've been overseas in Norway and Iceland and Greenland and and uh, and pushing into Africa now. So the Africa season's kind of on or incoming here. Yep. Gosh, I don't know when, Ryan. When's yeah, that, when's we're, we're aiming at the end of February. So it's all going to start releasing there. And they were in Africa for two months last summer. So now we're finally getting that stuff all put together and released. And it's yeah, super fun to watch. I wonder if my friend Elon Musk would, would give me some uh, satellite internet. We could, <laughs> I could fill a seat and do a radio show live from the, from the expedition. We totally did. And actually, we have a Starlink on the truck in Africa oh. that's permanently mounted to the roof. And that, so I mean, cool. this was the first expedition that they had that level of communication on. So... We were I, we had video chats with Clay in the top of his alley cab truck in the middle of Botswana. Wow. With literally, like he's like, "There's an elephant outside right now." I'm like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> John, you were uh, down in South America, probably wishing you had guys like this that knew how to fix the vehicles and keep them running for days on end. Uh, like, yeah, we were talking earlier that you know, we did, we did so many operations down there, you know, counter narcotics operations, and we get out there, we've got. Toyota Land Cruisers that are yeah, tough, yep. tough vehicles, but it didn't matter. You would stick that thing four times on a single operation, and now, yep. now you're vulnerable. Now you've got half your team out trying to push yourself out of this thing. I mean, I wish I'd have had you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, totally. come a long way. You know, the, it's not just the world of winches anymore. There's several ways to kind of get yourself unstuck, and, and uh, man, that, that whole world is growing so much. And, uh, and yeah, you know, the self-recovery kind of side of things is, you know, oftentimes what we show on the on the show itself. But now, you know, we have this physical space that we can teach folks how to do that, you know, as well as kind of being a, a, a corporate leadership retreat type center um, for them to do their own things. You know, they can host their own stuff in that in that space. But then we have, you know, we have the facilities to teach them how to do these things on their own. You know, and not just and not just the vehicle side of things. We actually have quite a few different amenities type type fun adventure type things to do on the ranch including like a long and short gun range um nice. we go we stretch out to 1600 yards on our current gun range wow. we're actually working at, at extending that a little bit we got eight miles of the trails like we talked about eight miles of the four-wheel drive trails um now we got a if you're a bush plane pilot and you want to come and land and do some stuff we got a we got a, a bush strip for you it's a grass strip um really neat and then facilities for everybody to stay kind of high-end um, cool. Cabins that, that folks can stay in, and classrooms to teach them in, and armory to hold your stuff in for safekeeping. And I can't take your word on this. Yeah, I'm happy uh, to come out there. I, you know, I, I don't believe you. I, I, I don't believe you. It's not too I, far away from you. You can come right. out anytime you want. That's right. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, that's just incredible. Uh, so, did you guys ever you remember the the flight of the Concords? Oh yeah. Uh -huh. So remember they had that yeah. song. 
It's biz. Oh, yes. It's biz. It's time. Did you know the business time song? Uh-huh. Well, so when you're wearing your favorite work shirt from that team building exercise, I want to go do a work team building exercise at Expedition Overland. There you go. Hey, man. It was fun to come all the way to Las Vegas just to meet all these Montana folks. It's funny. I'm going to Stone Glacier. Why? Well, because they're from Bozeman. I'm going to go say hi. Like, here I am in Las Vegas saying hello to my friends from Bozeman. There's a whole Montana. I mean, all of those Vista Outdoors umbrellas that are now under the Vista Outdoors umbrellas, but they got e-bikes, they got, yeah. they got Stone Glacier, they got Sims Fishing now is under their umbrella, Blackhawk Holsters. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nemitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, going head-to-head -head with veterinary shortages, Rocky Vista University has announced its plans for the development of the Rocky Vista University College of Veterinary Medicine in Billings, Montana. Dr. Robert Murtop has been appointed founding dean, and our network's Haley Ship sat down with him earlier this week. Despite having the word Rocky in its name, this school has no relation to Rocky Mountain College, also in Billings. Instead, Rocky Vista University is a health sciences institution with locations in Colorado, Utah, and Montana. This will be their first vet school. Hopefully graduate students uh, on a sort of an accelerated timeline. They're going to have the full veterinary curriculum, but we're going to compress it into three years and the uh, everything goes according to plan. We'll have some new large animal vets in Montana and the surrounding states by 2029. Now, I know I'm not alone in being a ranch kid who once had their sights set on vet school, but it's competitive. Yeah, it's actually uh, probably more difficult these days to get into veterinary school than it is to get into medical school. Uh, there's uh, roughly 35 vet schools in the U.S. and, and uh close to 300 medical schools and uh, the number of applicants, qualified applicants for veterinary school every year is around 12,000 to 13,000 applicants and currently only about 3,800 of those get admitted. So with all of those applicants and knowing that most of them are likely high achievers, I wanted to know what advice you'd have to someone to edge an application a little bit higher. I've run out of time here on air, but I'm adding his insights to our website. All right. Thanks a lot, Haley. And she says that Rocky Mountain Vista is planning a curriculum for both large and small animal veterinarians. And as she mentioned, you can get more details online by visiting us at westerneggnetwork.com or checking out our Facebook page. Stay with us. We'll have more egg news right after this. We growers of the North, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. Boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred Wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Exceptional Angus genetics is what you'll find at the Little Goose Ranch of Bighorn, Wyoming. And the ranch's philosophy is to produce balanced, functional cattle. Little Goose Ranch bulls sire calves to offer pounds at weaning and daughters that make great replacement heifers. Saturday, January 27th, 55 yearling Angus bulls and 12 commercial yearling Angus replacement heifers sell at Buffalo Livestock, Buffalo, Wyoming. Sale time is 1 o'clock, also carried live on Northern Livestock Video. 
For more information, visit littlegooseranch.com. Well, Egg West Farm Credit has released its quarterly market snapshot reports covering several major agricultural commodities that we raise right here in Western Egg Network Country. And the outlook for cattle suggests profitable returns for cow-calf producers and slightly profitable returns for cattle feeders. Meanwhile, the outlook for hay suggests break-even returns for alfalfa and Timothy hay. Well, the outlook for small grains and even pulse crops suggests slightly profitable returns. Prices, they say, are softening as Russia floods the export market with cheap wheat. And producers will face headwinds from wheat prices declining faster than production costs and pressure from higher interest rates. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. So this was probably maybe it was three years ago. We're here at the Shot Show. We're trying to catch up with as many Montanans as possible. Great guy, another one out of Bozeman, Montana, comes up to our, our Montana Talks booth on Radio Row in the media zone at the Shot Show. Dusty Wonderlick uh, with Cordova, and and man, what's, what's so crazy is I remember talking with you about your business in Bozeman three years ago. This week, Donald Trump Jr. comes up to join us on their show, and his major announcement is about a Bozeman, Montana company called Cradova. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, it's pretty pretty surreal, right? And um, really neat to see Don Jr. really, you know, supporting what you know we're calling the parallel economy right now, and um, businesses like Rumble and Public Square and us that are trying just to build. You know, good products for the patriot economy, and uh, what we think is a uh, hundred million patriots are just underserved and and kind of treated pretty poorly by a lot of businesses these days. So, really cool to have his support. So, I'm I'm trying to think back on our conversation from say three years ago. But three years ago, if you were describing Cordova, what was Cordova three years ago, and what has it uh, uh, turned into today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we launched Cordova five years ago with really just a simple concept. We wanted to build really good financial service products for the shooting sports and firearm industry and, and outdoor recreation in, in general. And we just saw that this industry and is highly underserved. And uh, we launched a, a buy now, pay later uh, consumer lending product that was firearm friendly five years ago. We've been building on top of that through the last five years and adding features and making the experience better for, for consumers. And, uh, you know, we've now done over $250 million of business over those five years in, wow. in the firearm industry. And, you know, we have about 70,000 customers coming through our platform a month. And it's been pretty incredible to see the growth. So, And you're a young guy. <laughs> how, you came up with this idea and then or do you have a software back engineering background? Is that how you built it out or did you just find the people that could help you build it? You know, I, I came out of the financial services industry, um, you know, financial technology and uh, working in that industry uh, early in my career, I just saw that there isn't a lot of folks that kind of come from our worldview in that space. So it really motivated me to take the knowledge that I learned and go start building technologies that are kind of more in line with the, the ethics of liberty and, and our worldview that we really value in Montana uh, around just freedom in general. So, uh, so over the last 10 years of my career, I've been trying to just build businesses, um, you know, based on that ethic and financial services. John Jackson, I hear guys like this share their stories and like, 
the Olympus Arms and their incredible success story, $50 million investment now manufacturing their guns in Helena. And I'm like, I got to do something with my life, man. To have Don Jr. be involved, I mean, how awesome is that? I mean, you, you couldn't have a better guy on board with you than him. His, his platform, his reach, his ability to speak and get out there and yeah. convince people that, that, that your product is a, is a good one, it's just, it, it's, it's priceless. Yeah. No, we're, we're very grateful. Like you said, it's just surreal. We always just put our head down and think, hey, we're just a small Montana company doing our thing there in Bozeman and hunting and fishing on the weekends when we can. And this SHOT Show has been surreal. To have support of a guy like Don Jr. and be a part of this movement is uh, it's truly special. We're very blessed. So the big announcement this week, if you had to boil it down into the elevator pitch 30 seconds to get to the, you know, to get up the Venetian here in Las Vegas at the SHOT Show, what's the 30-second elevator pitch and what's the big announcement was with Public Square in Cordova this yeah. week? Yeah, no, great. Yeah, so we, we partner with Public Square. Public Square is the leading, highest, uh, fastest-growing Patriot Marketplace. You have 70,000 merchants, 2,000 consumers. It was really a perfect match when Michael and I started talking it's, hey, if we build the Patriot economy, you've got a place where they can do transactions, they can do commerce, you need to get the payments component on it. So um, we're really that payments component on it. Right now, it's uh, consumers that are on Public Square, they can use our Buy Now, Pay Later products. We're going to be soon launching a payment processing product as well that's going to protect your privacy. We're not going to track you. And uh, that's next on the docket. So it was really a perfect marriage of, of commerce and, and, and payments technology. Yeah, no, that's that's fascinating because when we first heard, because the public square people stopped by last year and we're like, yeah, come on over, we'll talk to you. Because, you know, yeah. some of the times you're like, I'm kind of like, why well, are you from Montana? And, right. Uh, okay, are you really interested? But I was like, actually, no, I really like this concept. And the yeah. concept was we want to give you a list of businesses. Maybe they're businesses in Billings, Montana or Malta, Montana or New York City or major outdoor or whatever. We want to give you a list of the companies that share your values. That, that aren't using your money against you to undermine the fabric of American society yeah. or spying on you or intimidating gun companies to get out of the gun business. So I love the idea of having a list. But, but yeah, but again, to be truly successful, you don't want to just give people a list. What if you give them a way to buy right now and, and purchase what you want from that company and not just, oh, who is that company that I wanted to support when I'm buying boots again? Oh, no, now you have it right here. Here you go. Here's the company. Yeah. Here's the mechanism to purchase what you want to purchase. You've got to make it easier for folks. Absolutely. And, and that's what Public Square's done and done it uh, brilliantly under, under Michael's leadership to see their growth. And, you know, really, and Michael talks about this a lot at Public Square, is that the boycotts just weren't enough, right? And, uh, you know, we need a solution beyond the boycotts. And I, I think that's what Public Square has brought to the table of, hey, now you can actually, and they, they did that, you know, ditch buy campaign. So when you saw someone who was really coming against, you know, our values, a product, they're now out there saying, hey, ditch this product. We got this same product that is, in a lot of cases, better quality here on Public Square, and they don't hate you and your values, you know. So we're getting to vote with our dollars, which is pretty cool. John, I think this is fascinating because, and it's, it so brings so much hope, I think, too, that we can turn this country around. I mean, we're going to have to claw our ways back after what Joe Biden and John Tester have been doing to this country, but we will bring this country back. We can bring this country back. And what I love about this whole concept is uh, our people are not the boycott people. They're not the, 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 the go-fight-in-the-streets people. So they, they don't feel comfortable just simply opposing something. They want to find out what they can support. And that's what this mechanism does is, hey, hey, this isn't a list of what to oppose. This is a list of what to support. 
Absolutely. You saw the power of that demonstrated like no, I don't think anyone even expected with Bud Light, mm -hmm. right? They stepped out over the ledge and stepped off because they've been doing it over and over and over again. And they thought nobody would care. Well, they finally cared. And you've got a couple other examples of that now where they're seeing that, you know, the American people are going to take it so much and then they're going to fight back. And this right here is how we fight back. Ah, oh, man, so true. And I mean, you saw that with what happened with Public Square in 2023. I mean, the, both the Bud Light and Target boycotts, um, they surged in their business. I mean, they were the number one app on uh, uh, Apple Store when Target boycott happened. So people are searching for this. They now have a solution. They can. is the Montana Economic Minute. The story of your life is always easier to tell in hindsight, how you ended up in your job, in your career, and in your town. How different it is when you're just reaching adulthood and every pathway is unknown and the uncertainties ahead are daunting. Perhaps that's why the research on how young people make decisions that guide their career paths has always been so fascinating. And for those of us who went the college route in our youth, new research on factors influence the choice of study are especially interesting. How receptive are young people to role models in making career decisions? The answer for those who take introductory economics classes in college, at least, is quite a lot. Having alumni show up to speak in those classrooms increase those students' likelihood to go on studying economics significantly. But the impact of those speakers was strongly gender-based. Male students responded strongly to male speakers, and female students responded strongly when the speakers were women. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, this is very cool. I'll tell you what, uh, we just wrapped up our live show here on the first day of our coverage from the SHOT Show. We got a chance to catch up with Montana Governor Greg Gianforte earlier. He just came walking back with an incredible sidekick. Uh, Governor Greg, great to see you. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming back to join right. us here. Yeah, uh, this is incredible. Donald Trump Jr. in the house. Uh, Mr. Trump, I, I got to a chance just to... Just Don. Uh, just Don. Just Don. one Mr. Trump. It's not me. <laughs> yeah, that's well, Don Jr., man. No, I. we got a chance to, to sit down with you back in 2018. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, it's so good to see you. And it's so good to see President Trump's historic victory in Iowa and third victory in New Hampshire. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good down. week. I think people are getting it. You see the momentum. I mean, even with... All the Democrat donors funding Nikki Haley, even with all the Democrats flipping over to vote for her because they have an open primary, they're literally out there saying, I changed registration to vote against Donald Trump because I would rather run against Nikki Haley later on, and then I'll just vote for Joe Biden anyway. I'm saying, these are the people that are voting in Republican primaries, and we still have a blowout. So uh, the, the momentum feels good, and then it's just great, honestly, to be back here at SHOT Show because... Uh, while I hailed from the People's Republic of New York, now living in the, the free state of Florida, uh, you know, shot, shooting, hunting, fishing, all that stuff is really, that's what I do in my free time. That's what I, it's my passion. So it's good to be here. Well, and I've, I've said this before because in Montana, you know, you know, the Sean Hannity's and the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, 
Yeah. You know, they knew Donald Trump, the man. So, so in 2016, they said, hey, America, what? listen to this man. Hey, Montana, you know, you know it because you spent a lot of time. But, but I, you know, I, I've said this, the Trump family is the real deal. You would come out to Montana and sleep on couches when you'd come out on hunting <laughs> yeah. trips. Yeah, I, I did a lot. Well, actually, so when I graduated from business school, I, I literally went, I moved to Colorado. Uh, for about a year and a half, I worked in a bar. That was an amazing conversation to have with my father coming out of business school. <laughs> You're going to go work in a bar. But it was so I could fly fish and hunt and do all that stuff. So I literally would drive the entire, you know, sort of western state and sleeping in my truck, hitting every river there was, you know, in the summers and then the hunting season, doing whatever I could. So uh, I, I was all over it. I, I, I'm intimately aware. Well, you talk about the bar, you know, when you're out there freezing your you-know-what off yeah. in, in the middle of uh, elk hunting or deer hunting, you know, it's like that country song, my favorite color is neon, uh, because you can go warm up at the bar afterwards and get a burger and a beer. <laughs> exactly. Well, we had, we had some fun, uh, obviously, with the governor uh, and with Senator Steve Daines uh, a bunch of times going out hunting and fishing. And we, we were talking when we were doing the, the gubernatorial race. We went out to middle of nowhere. I guess it was what, Angkor. 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 Yeah. 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 Like, and... The Jersey Lily. We, we, exactly. Having some nice onions. <laughs> I remember it was it was a great yeah, but it was a great experience. We had beans. We we had a blast, and the New York Times picks up that we're out shooting prairie dogs, but they don't know what that is. That's right. So they did this whole article how the governor to be he's shooting pregnant dogs. And my dad calls me. He's like, "You're what are you out of your mind?" I'm like, well, "I have no idea what they're talking about because they keep saying pregnant and this dogs." This story broke globally. Oh, yeah, so there was in papers everywhere, yep. and it's like everybody in Montana says, oh, that's just what we do in the springtime. Yeah, well, they exactly. didn't know, so people are like, they're killing pregnant dogs. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm trying to figure out what the hell, and they're like, I'm like, the only, I was like, prairie dog. No, it's like, no, they're rats. Like, like, what are you talking about? But it shows the disconnect. You know, they thought this was like an October surprise. They, they got, they, they're busting, you know, Brent Jan Forte and Donald Trump Jr. for shooting pregnant dogs. And it was like, so what was, it was like one of the better self-owns, uh, you know, well, in, this in is recent the memory. media after all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, just want to say, I want to give Don a, a shout out here. I saw him hit a prairie dog at 400 yards with a 338 single shot. Oh. It just vaporized. Wow. Oh, that was, <laughs> yeah, we may not show the video on that one. It was a little <laughs> <laughs> just a mist. It's a pink yeah. mist. Uh, yeah, we, we brought some of the big guns out too. It wasn't it wasn't all uh, it wasn't all typical farming guns, but it was fun. Well, I'll so. tell you what. I've got you know my, my sidekick here, uh, John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter. He was supposed to be doing a live podcast right now, but he's like. Donald Trump Jr. is right down there. I'm not leaving. Uh, oh, he, I appreciate he, it. He's got over 90,000 followers on Twitter, and he is one of the most pro-Trump guys you will find out there. But uh, it's just. It, it actually, it's it, it's sad to see what's happening in this country right now yeah. because we saw how good things were under your father's leadership and policies, and our country is on a, it's on it, we're in the, the brink right now. No, it's it's crazy. I mean, the, the good thing about it, and it sucks. It's almost like you know addiction. Right, you got to hit rock bottom. Uh, people see it though. You know, the people who sat on the sidelines, they're like, I'm not sure. Or they're getting five minutes of news, and it's in the background. So they're not really paying attention, but, well, Trump must be this. Well, they saw an experience just living life. They saw, you know, cheap, low interest rates. They saw no inflation. They saw, you know, they were able to afford things. The economy was booming. Uh, they, they weren't dealing with a migrant crisis. They weren't dealing with wars breaking out all over the world. And, 
and then you know the adults come back and charge supposedly and all, all of a sudden all of that ends so the people who sat on the sidelines that weren't sure or were sort of influenced by the insane bias of the media those are the people that are coming up to me and be like Dude, we got this wrong. We got to fix it. So there's an energy out there that's palpable. I mean, uh, you see, I mean, I'm out here for shot because I love this stuff, but I, ha I have an outdoor brand with Field Ethos that, uh, you know, that we created. But we're also working with like so many other guys creating a real patriot economy because we've seen that, you know, big corporate is out there attacking regular Americans. I mean, for the gun industry, we're announcing a partnership between Public Square and Credova, Montana-based company, uh, today because, you know, the banks are shutting down people's you know, accounts if they have you know, firearms transactions. And so they're offering now, you know, buy now, pay later type of deals to, to insulate patriotic Americans from the attack of woke corporate America. Uh, and, and so we're, we're super psyched about that one. And, you know, I, I helped take um, Public Square, literally public, this summer to allow a, a venue for patriotic Americans to find other like-minded businesses. You know, so you're not going to Starbucks and spending your, your hard-earned dollars on someone who's going to literally donate that to causes that hate your guts or politicians who would put you in the gulags. So, you know, at, at Public Square, you're able to find other businesses like you uh, who share your values and, and, you know, give them your money and vice versa. So it, it's a natural thing. It's gotten so extreme. The attack on patriotic Americans is so flagrant uh, that we're out there just fighting back, and it's, it, it's really good. Yeah, and I saw it here at the SHOT Show last year. I was talking to a Montana gun manufacturer down in the Bitterroot, and he shared with me he'd been banking with a national bank for decades. Yep. And he got turned down for a loan, and they wouldn't give him a reason. Finally, he pushed him. That bank told him, you could be making screws for a Revolutionary War flintlock, and we wouldn't bank you because you're in the firearms yep. industry. That's why we introduced, and I signed into law, a non-discrimination ordinance in Montana that you cannot discriminate against firearms manufacturers in the provision of banking services. That's law in Montana now. That's, that's great. And, and these are the things we need to do, that, but that's not going to happen elsewhere. So you, we got to create the institutions, the, the overall, you know, uh, the size and scope of which has grown because people are getting it. They're understanding that it's being weaponized. I, I had a you know, PNC Bank, a major bank on the East Coast, I have a news aggregating app, MXM News, that just takes stories from everywhere, right? It's not like, you know, when you Google something, you see CNN, 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 MSDNC, MSD, you know, on page 976, maybe there's an article from Fox, and then you'll never even see anything from Breitbart or something else that's conservative. So, you know, we just take stories from everywhere, but we might take the New York Times, but we'll, we'll contrast that with a Breitbart so you can see both sides of the story and come up with your... We go, my partner calls me and like, hey, our operating account, like someone hacked us, like we lost, you know, whatever it was, you know, three quarters of a billion dollars, like our entire small business, but like took it out, we're at zero, and I'm like, what? So we call the bank, oh, oh yeah, we, we forgot to tell you, we just don't want to do business with you. It's like, well, we're not even printing news, we're just taking news from everywhere and just aggregating it so people can make up their own minds, and that was too much. This is my business, I have a pretty big platform, I got millions of followers, I can fight back, they didn't care. You know, then of, of course, it was literally around the time of, like, I guess it was CPAC, and so Speaker of the House at the time, all these guys, I'm telling them the story, and they're tweeting about how outrageous this is, and then all of a sudden, uh, no, it was a mistake. It was like, it wasn't a mistake. You told us exactly what you did. You just got caught. You were dumb. But if they can do that to me, who won't they do it to? It doesn't have the resources Correct. to fight back. Everything I hear you saying, everything I hear Governor Gianforte saying, you know, these attacks on the gun industry, uh, you know, they started before Donald J. Trump was the president. Oh, yeah. And the reason I say that is that everything that you're describing about the attacks on the gun industry from the banking world, from the insurance world, from the legal world, it's the same type of lawfare that they're using to target your family oh, yeah. and your father 
and the president who secured our borders and secured this country. And it's, it's unconventional political warfare that's being used against the gun industry, that's being used against your dad. And that's why when, when Nikki Haley said he's running for his issues, his issues are our issues. Yeah. If, if same, same as what I just said, right? If they can do it to me, if they can do it to him, is, you know, a billionaire with millions and millions of you know, people who follow him and probably one, arguably one of the most powerful platforms out there to be able, if they can do it to him, who, who can't they do it to? But more importantly, if they can do it and will do it to him, who won't they do it to? Well, yeah, where does the line stop? I mean, he's just the guy that's in the way. If they get through that, if they get that, we've just instituted a whole new policy. And we've seen, we are not getting, you know, I understand I am not the upstanding human being that Hunter Biden is. But I, I also feel that, you know, maybe we've been treated a little differently in the whole, you know, congressional testimony. I did 50 hours of testimony. Was it 50? I thought it was 40. 50 hours of testimony. The morning Expresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. The buck should stay with Joe Biden. These are Joe Biden's policies. They're the people that have been lying about it. Marcus has lied about it. Green Jean-Pierre, circle back Jen Psaki. The borders are Vice President Harris. They've all been lying about it. The border's closed. The border's secured. Now they're admitting, oh, it's been a problem for 10 years. We didn't cause it, though, and Republicans only want it for a political issue. Kamala Harris actually made that remark. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 10 million unvetted illegal immigrants since Joe Biden's been president, and he inherited the most secure border in, in the history of this country. And then you want to turn around and you want to blame Republicans? The Sean Hannity Show, from coast to coast, later today. Finding great candidates to be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can post your job to some job board, but what you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I'm Chad Pergram with the Speaker's Lobby. Congressional aides launched the Congressional Workers Union two years ago. This was an effort to unionize some staff in House offices on Capitol Hill. The union organized 18 offices over the past two years, but the union only reached a collective bargaining agreement with one office. In short, House aides who want to unionize are struggling to secure collective bargaining contracts. Collective bargaining for staffers on Capitol Hill is relatively new. The House passed a resolution allowing the workers to unionize in May of 2022. Legal analysts say it's hard for congressional workers to reach an agreement because there's little track record for Congress to go on and no template for this type of union. The length of time for any union to draw up that first contract takes a while, but this is particularly slow. Some aides and offices delegated work to attorneys. Some aides say those lawyers slowed the process even more. Some bargaining units have chosen to adopt ground rules that allow only management and workers in the room for negotiations. Contracts and offices that chose that policy are closer to reaching agreement, according to the union. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. This is where Montana talks. 
Uh, Jackie Coffin writes this. Book bans in K-12 public schools are increasing in frequency across the country. Uh, Jackie, these aren't book bans. These are age-appropriate restrictions. Yeah, apparently one of the books is Assassination Classroom. So the liberal left wants Assassination Classroom in the Laurel schools. And the liberal left is mad that, that Assassination Classroom, which has kids shooting up teachers in schools, uh, featured in the book. They, they don't want that. Uh, they want that book to be on the high school bookshelves. Uh, the other five titles <laughs> uh, have multicultural themes, according to KTVQ. Yeah, multicultural themes. Uh, what kind of multicultural themes might these be? Oh, one is a book called The Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic School. Word salad in on that one, didn't they? Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Winter, I am live at the SHOT Show for day three of our coverage here. Yeah, we gave you some fresh content here in the 6 o'clock hour of the show that you haven't heard yet. Uh, but also, we wanted to re-air this Donald Trump Jr. conversation because, you know, that was in our 9 o'clock statewide hour of the show. And uh, you early risers that maybe you're tied up in that 9 o'clock hour, uh, I wanted you to get a chance to hear this this uh, fun conversation we had with Donald Trump Jr. and Governor Greg G. and Forte. So uh, John Jackson and I will be back here coming up in the 7 o'clock hour with all new content for you. Uh, but here's more of our chat with Donald Trump Jr. I understand I am not the upstanding human being that Hunter Biden is. But I, I also feel that you know, maybe we've been treated a little differently in the whole you know, congressional testimony. I did 50 hours of testimony. Was it 50? I thought it was 40. 50 hours of testimony. And then well, I got another 10 hours for January 6th. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the first unarmed yeah, yeah. insurrection in the history of the, the world. Right the only, yeah, yeah, the yeah. only insurrection where the tour guides were actually armed and did nothing to stop it. And the, the quote-unquote insurrections were unarmed taking selfies inside the velvet ropes. But but you see what it is, and it's not just me versus Hunter. It, look at look at the J Sixers versus you know the people who burned down Portland or Kenosha or you know or Seattle or you know that burned down entire stores or killed police officers like David Dorn. You know, well, they're, well, they're doing that for social justice. So you know, murder's fine. Well, just you can't. God forbid you do something. I mean, the vice president campaigned to help those people to raise funds to get them out of prison. Meanwhile, someone who shook a fence gets 17 years. Uh, in a federal prison, no due process, and now we see the videos, and they're like, well, they didn't actually do anything. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. You know, we're going we're gonna to hide the exculpatory evidence because we want to deliver on the narrative, not on reality or the truth. Donald Trump Jr. and Governor Greg Gianforte, I understand if you got to run. i got one more question I want to throw out, but I, I should give my buddy John Jackson here. He's so pro-Trump. Uh, you, you got a quick question oh, or comment you want to throw out there? Absolutely. We have got to make some news here on Montana Talks this morning. Now, we've got to get your father in next year, but what I want to know here this morning is when are we starting the next dynasty? Oh, God. The next part of the Trump <laughs> dynasty. Okay. Can we get Donald Can we get Check, Donald please. Trump? <laughs> Can we get Donald Trump Jr. to run in 2020? Uh, you, you, you never know. Listen, my, my focus, you, you got to focus on one thing at a time in this game. In our case, we got to focus on about 100 things because we got we to help guys like Greg win the governorship. So we, by the way, we've seen how important that is. But beyond that, we need like sane 
you know, not like rainbow-haired freaks running for school boards. We need we need to encourage other like that's more important than all of these things. We, you know, at every level we got to do that. So you know, I'm not, I would never rule anything out. I will always be in the fight. At this point, it's sort of turned into my life, right? I, I, you know, whether you actually want to do that day job or not is, is is a different story, right? There's a day job component that's especially in sort of Washington D.C. that I probably want nothing to do with at the moment. But uh, you know, a couple years ago, I wouldn't have. I would. Have, I was a real estate developer from New York City. I would have been quiet. We're doing this because it matters, but we got to do it across the board. Not, it's not just about the president or even the governors. Those are really important, as we've seen for the last few years. But we need to do from the ground up. We need people to get involved, people who are sick of watching what's happening to their children in the schools and the indoctrination and the insanity. We need everyone to get involved. If, you, if we go out there with, hey, Donald Trump's great and he's unafraid, but we put him out there by himself, they can take him out. You know, they, they've showed that they, they showed that they can do that. You get 150, 175 million Americans together on the same mission, they ain't touching us. So we, we, got, we got everyone in this game. And you know, one way or the other, I promise you, I'll be in the game. It's just a question of where. Outstanding. Senator Steve Daines of Montana, the chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee right now, months ago, he was saying it's time to unite around Donald J. Trump. He's yep. our party's nominee. Uh, Senator Steve Daines worked closely along with Governor Greg Gianforte when you started your business in Bozeman, Montana. My, my other question was going to be, I sure hope that that uh, Don Jr. will come back to Montana this year because because we need him especially. We've got the most important Senate race in the country. You're up for re-election. Nearly every statewide office is up this year, Governor. Yeah, it's a time to uh, take that other Senate seat back. Uh, this is why, with Senator Daines, uh, you know I've endorsed Tim Sheehy in that race. That's extremely important. This guy, if you don't haven't gotten to know him, I encourage you to do it. He, you know, five tours of active duty, wounded in action three times, built a business primarily with veterans in the Gallatin Valley, uh, is philanthropically minded. His wife's even a Marine. I mean, this guy, conservative values, he's going to do a great job for Montana. We need to get him.